I was thinking in my head, God damn. <laughs> I he was hit like, me with a mean spin. Yeah. I had to like hold on to his hip a little bit. I had to grip him. <laughs> and I, I think I. I think I had just said something too, like like lock him up, Dizzle, and then it was like, whoa, like don't fall. Nah, he's known. I think the week before that, he, they played before us, and he shook somebody, hit him with a game winner. Like Ooh. he's infamous. He's he's known to be at LA Fitness getting buckets. So <laughs> go ahead, do, you go do the intro, bro, because we, we get right into it. Get right into it, man. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. Shit, we're going to ball or dizzle. <laughs> Young Hooper. Let's get Mamba, to the shit. Mamba mentality. Like, we, we get two of them all. Man. Fuck <laughs> Episode 266. Okay. Forget what we got into this week, man. The hot topic of the week is dizzles. Hoop game. Let's talk about Ooh. it. So, yeah, me and uh, me and Kev, we, we, we've been waiting for the 6 o'clock game in Dizzle's Hoop League all season. That was uh that was that was the one we decided to meet up and uh, yeah. show some support for our for our podcast brothers. So we was on time. They had just finished warming up, so we got our seats. Started heckling early. You know, we had to make <laughs> ourselves known. So yeah, we had a great. I had a great. I know Kev did. We had a great time sitting there Hell watching yeah. the Dizzle. The, the wife was there too. Yeah, the, the wife, wife was there. The so wife I had, came. I was supposed to show it out, but uh, that was not. <laughs> You know, didn't go as planned. Kev, run the stats. Okay, okay. So the stats <laughs> for Dizzle. Uh, two steals. Nice. Two assists. Lockdown. Two assists. One person. Five rebounds. On the boards. On the boards from the shooting guard position. Crashing yeah. the boards. Love to see that. Only one turnover. Uh, And now we get to the bad. <laughs> oh, for five from three. Mm. With Ooh. with three with three like two or three rattle outs, so we're not gonna put him off. We got a counter rattle out. He had a couple <laughs> rattle outs that I thought were surefire buckets, and I was like, "Damn!" So absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And then two for thirteen overall from the field. Ouch! <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that two for thirteen, and and those two came in the paint. He was ten to 12, 14 feet type two, you know. So so head, head fake step in. I remember, I remember that bucket. Um, a lot of good looks, though. A lot, a lot of, of good, good looks. looks. They a lot just of good were not looks. falling. Yeah, I, y'all had a dude on the other on the other team, though. I think he was number thirteen. He had a step back to the left. He was James Harden, y'all, for about thirty-three. Were worth the points. He uh, yeah. he went on a run with like three or four straight threes, and that's when I knew I was like, uh oh, this team might be in trouble. But more importantly, we we got we took the L. You know that was the first loss of the season, mm. uh, and that's to a team that we most definitely should have, could have beaten. You know the teams that well, we beaten before them were much better, much more athletic, and we ended up pulling out the victory. But shit. One question one of, I one had. Of you guys, two for thirteen, man. I could <laughs> if I hit one of those. If I hit one or two of those other shots, bro, that's game. Yeah. One question I had was that the full roster? That was the full seven. The uh, I believe we had eight. Oh no, no, no. we were missing somebody. Okay. We were missing one player, which is a solid dude. He's not one of the main scores, or he's actually the dude to put the league or put the team together. We were missing him, which would have put us at eight. But we usually have our main guys were there today or that day. So. 
we're not going to, you know, act like uh, we have all played in these type of leagues, and we're not going to sit here and act like two 20-minute halves with a running clock and seven people on your squad. I got to give you the A for effort, brother, because uh, y'all was out there really uh, – I think they had a good nine team, it felt like. Yeah, they had a coach. <laughs> they had they had structure when it came to timeouts, and y'all just kind of like whenever it felt right, you know, the athletic abilities of everybody on the team. One thing I will say, I got to keep using the big man, especially back game. Y'all big yeah. man had a – he had an eight – point, I want to say, run in the second half to get y'all back in the game. Y'all was down about six or seven. Yeah, y'all came out, I think, a seven or eight-o, like, eight-o run. They tied up, and it was neck and neck the whole second half, but uh, y'all kind of went away from uh, what was working, so definitely uh, could use the practice during the week, but I not... I know how rec leagues be. It ain't always yeah, uh, ain't, ain't about to be no practice. <laughs> <laughs> We're just showing up and hoping. So. But nah, I had a great time, brothers. Dude, big fun, big fun, man. Like you said, Killer, we was out there clowning, having a good time. And we found out your wife, she doesn't come to your games. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. We we definitely asked her, like, so is this the is this a, your first game or you've been coming? And she was like, oh, no, this is the, the game I came to because it was at 6 o'clock. And then we was mm-hmm. like, us too. <laughs> so, but that yeah. was cool. She was uh, getting a kick out of us because we was heckling early. I had to let you know we was in the building. I'm like, what's up? Let's go, Dizzle. You know, I'm getting you ready. But I might put that pressure on you. I should have been quiet here nah, for the jumper. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, I appreciate y'all coming for sure. It, it was I. We definitely heard you in the crowd. I mean, <laughs> in on the court in the crowd, we heard you for sure. So, uh, nah, I appreciate that, man. But I got a I got a redemption game tomorrow, man. Cause two what time? Per- I don't. You know what? I don't even know because I switched my phone. Uh, got the new iPhone. Oh, hey. we buried the lead. <laughs> I, and I don't even know. I don't have the text message chain anymore, so I don't even I can't even hit up anybody. I'm gonna have to find them on Facebook to like see when to send me the schedule again. Panoramic everything. Yeah, now that I saw that camera on that thing. Oh. That thing. Uh, yeah, smoke yeah, had yeah. a smoke had an unfortunate like fluke accident during the tour. He t- his phone. We were getting in the car. He closed the door of the car, and his phone fell out of his left pocket simultaneously. So. The, mm. the phone and the door met at impact. So as he's closing the door, the phone met in the jam, fucked up the screen. So he ended up having to get a new phone and end up getting a new iPhone. That thing is, that thing, that, that's how they get you, boy. I'm like, yeah, I'm nice. like, I'm like two or three payments away from having all the phones in my house paid off. And I'm like, I'm not going through that right now. We're going to get these paid off. We're going to ride these phones out for a second because uh, that'd be about. 200 less on the bill when I get these phones paid off. So, where well, I went from the iPhone 8 to oh, the yeah. iPhone 13. So, I, I I took my time with the upgrade. Nice, nice, but now I got I got the game tomorrow. I, I cannot go two for 13 again, you know what I'm saying. You know what? One of those plays, you said you got video. One of the ones I think I tried to hit a euro and just bumped into the nigga and fell. Bro, my yes. knee was fucked up for real. <laughs> no, as soon as you did that shit, you you had like a little gimp for a second, and yeah. the wife, the first thing out of the wife's mouth was, "He always trying to get hurt out here. <laughs> he always trying to come home hurt." 
And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, it's, it's it's a part of sports, and you got to give a certain amount of effort, and no matter where you at, that's just gonna be what it's gonna be. So I can tell you, it's out there uh, pulling your not, weight. Now right. you definitely, you definitely wasn't the weakest link. Was it with a two for thirteen? I gotta, you know, I'll try to play defense on the toughest dude, so I I gotta, you know, pull my weight elsewhere if I'm not if I'm not scoring. But nah, man, my fucking knee, I mm. I, I had to like fucking lay it up. <laughs> I ain't ice it, but I've definitely just been in the house stretching, trying to get ready for next for the next game. Mid season, mid season injuries. Killer. My question for you is: Did you kind of get that itch to go play some basketball? Man, bad. So, so mm. check this out. So that was Monday. Wednesday, smokes in town. Um, we ended up doing some video work at his cousin's house. First thing I see in the back in the back in the uh, backyard is a basketball room. I look over about 10, 12 feet, I see a ball. Mm. Then I then I look over, I see like a 2020 Camaro and a 2021. And I'm like, if I miss this shot and they go left, I might get bust <laughs> that for banging these cars. But I was like, but I just got the itch. So I pulled up from like 15, close my eyes. I said, okay, I ain't shooting no more. So oh, <laughs> I'm one for one in 2021. I might leave it that way. <laughs> man, I'm the exact same way, man. Watching y'all hoop, man. I got the itch to go play some basketball, man. I was like, man, maybe I got one one last good run in me. And then I ran into the homeboy Vader who said they be hooping at LA Fitness. He said, man, you should come up there, man. We be up there every mm-hmm. Tuesday and Thursday. And I got that itch, man. And I got a basketball at the crib. I was like, man, maybe, maybe, maybe. So, maybe. So I might. I might. Let's start with a You Can't Make This a Podcast Game of Horse. There you go. There <laughs> you start, go. Let's start with that. Cloud part. <laughs> I'll let go. y'all know before if we do another little outdoor wreck, because I need to get some shots up. Let's be real. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta. I can't do that again, so I need to get some shots up. If it don't... uh get too cold here pretty soon we'll probably be out there what's our record that was our first loss uh i think we're five and one or four and one i think we're five and one is that tops in the league or is somebody undefeated i have no idea i'll be trying not to look at the other teams man because we blew out the first team that we played that was like the 130 to 50 every game after that has been within 10 so the competition is it's pretty leveled. Everybody, some somewhat of an adult, somewhat old, older, <laughs> and um, everybody can hoop at least a little bit. Yeah, I was looking at at both teams, and I felt like at thirty nine, I would be the oldest person out there if I was hooping. It just um, felt, it, it felt like it was a bunch of like twenty seven to thirty six year olds out there just. Yeah. One last hoorah. And th- those were the years that I gave it one last hoorah to. <laughs> Why you have to mention age, man? Why you have to yeah. mention age? Now, now I'm starting to rethink this. <laughs> I'm telling you. I definitely would be the oldest one out there. You saw how if, tired if, I was. Yo, yeah. That was my I, concern. Cause I, every timeout, I was ready to get that Gatorade, and them timeouts did not last long enough. <laughs> I, was, I was re-watching the videos that I recorded, and, like, a couple of them, I'm like, I'm like, let's go, Dizzle, get back, get back. And then, like, Jeez. and then I'm like, I'm like, go, Dizzle, I got to still go. And like, Dizzle, like, Dizzle can see the fast break approaching. He's like, I'll give him the half court love, but I ain't going past half. I'm coming on back yeah. for D. So, as I'm watching that shit and I'm saying it to the video, 
I started thinking, right. nah, that would be me because I would be gassed by now. All this up and back that they've been running. So I know y'all be uh, putting in that work. So I definitely be putting in that work. <laughs> Good times, man. Good times, man. Y'all ready to run through some topics? Let's get yes, it. sir. All right, man. Let's start it out with John Gruden, man. John Gruden. The emails came out, what, last Friday about him talking about DeMora Smith, the leader of the NFL PA, calling him rubber lips, saying he had lips the size of Michelin tires. Oh, and wow. then Monday, all the misogynistic emails, him talking reckless about gay people, all these emails, he resigns on Monday. So where was y'all at with everything with John Gruden? I hate to say it, but John Gruden has always had that look as to be like he gonna be one of the ones that get caught up in the shits because he always it feel like maybe it's the Chucky vibes I get but it's like he borderline just he's borderline been just to keep an eye on kind of kind of person now uh, I'm sure people got a lot of good things to say about uh, Gruden and all that but won't. It's, that cancel culture is hitting motherfucker so hard right now, and I think he's. I mean, now for it to be old shit, that's one thing, but because the times might have been different ten, you know, when those emails was being sent, where the whole cancel vibes wasn't as harsh. But once you start saying that, you know, getting into this whole racial thing and getting ugly and having that stamp of an email for the rest of your life out there, donezo. I'll never see the field again. With me, it's like, let's keep it a buck. Was it the racist shit he said? Or was it him going at um, the LGBT community? Was it him? Did I miss or did he like share some nude photos of the cheerleaders or something? Did I just make that up? No, the GM of the Washington football team at the time emailed him some pictures of some of the Washington football team's cheerleaders topless. So, like, he he wasn't a head coach at the time. He was an employee of ESPN, but he had a relationship with the GM over there, and he was just, they were just having a good old time. Just like, you know, stuff that probably should go into a text message. <laughs> that yeah. Not on a company phone, or not on a company email. That type of stuff. Like, but you sharing images in of, of naked cheerleaders and stuff like that that actually work for the team and you laughing about it and you know talking about gay people and now he has an openly gay person on his football team and everything like that and not to mention 70 percent of the nfl is black like you ain't gonna last man you're not gonna yeah, last it's over so no i think it's I, I i'm not surprised um i am surprised that more shit wasn't found out. Um, oh, just wait. I'm about to say, wasn't it like, I read something, it was like 600 or something emails that like the Washington, it was like 650,000 emails or something that that was being investigated from like for the Washington football team. And uh-huh. that, you know, that pile of emails, I'm sure, is going to come out with plenty more shit. Oh, you yeah. think so? I think Hell so. Hell yeah. The, man, them, them people live uh, my way or the highway and do what I want type of mentalities, and uh, they definitely been uh, they definitely been some. If that was the the one that got caught, think about the other ones that didn't. You know, all the ones that they've been maybe texting or sharing different ways. So 
I, mean, I think there's plenty more to come. This is the same NFL, though, that paid Kaepernick so that the emails wouldn't come out. Right. So I feel like they've done their share of scrubbing. If they're just now looking, I felt like the deleting of the problematic emails probably already happened during that time frame. Um, I mean, are they, are they really deleted though? That's a good in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> that's always like the thing. Like it seems like somebody can always find something, whether you delete it or not. Dizzle froze. So, <laughs> is he froze on your end? Nah, you, can you hear me? I can yeah. hear you, but you froze on uh, my end. Nevertheless, yeah. we can hear you good. This is an audio podcast is all good no for me i think that there's something else on there and that's why it's a big push from the nfl players union to release all the emails i think it's justified that they should be able to see what was in those emails because it's a investigation into a football team to see what type of rhetoric was going on inside there because we already seen there's been some racial biases going on some uh biases against female referees bias against gay people and everything like that so you need to release those emails and see if there's some type of collusion going on to say, like, are we going to try to blackball this player or that player or see what's going on behind the scenes? I think it's just. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if nothing else came out. This is like, it's not an internal investigation. Do they got some random company or whoever doing it? Or is it the NFL looking? Yeah, it's, into- an, outside, it's an outside company. Doing okay, it. I mean that makes a difference. That mm-hmm. definitely does make a difference. But what's we'll they're, they're reporting it back to the NFL, so the NFL had they hired them to do it, so they have all the records. So it's up to them to release them or not. So right. So what y'all think the fallout gonna be ultimately for John Gruden? Like that's the end of it. We ain't gonna see him coach again. We ain't gonna see him on TV again. What? Yeah, he gonna. Uh, I think he's done. I think he's no longer. Uh, a part of the NFL, he might he might get that walkout when he's seventy four. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> when they when they bring you out, it kind of all's well that ends well type of feeling. They try to make it all sweet and sugar because they see you on your last leg. You might get that love, but I think I think he's done as far as coaching. He's done as far as having a voice with the NFL and being attached to anything NFL or football for that matter. He might go to high school again. He'll he'll find a job over at Fox. <laughs> Fox Sports. <laughs> this is basically the, the application process for Fox Sports. So he'll find a way in a few years when something else pop up and this kind of gets pushed in the, on the back burner. This is not the last we've seen of him. I think this is it for quite a while, man. I think he going to go fade off into oblivion and be chilling with his millions and millions of dollars somewhere, man. Because I was seeing something uh, on the Dayton Daily News. They're talking about asking a question because, you know, he went to UD, played football at UD. I was like, yo, should they remove his plaques and everything down there from UD? And I was like, well, is this plaques for being a player at UD or is it plaques from being an NFL coach and winning the Super Bowl? Because from everything that I've read about John Gruden, he played as much football as UD as I did. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know UD had a football team. What? <laughs> Cut it out. Dude, they really get, they got a team? What do you mean? Yeah. I ain't never seen them niggas play. 
I don't know what their jerseys look like. <laughs> Take a wild guess. <laughs> what color you think they are? <laughs> I mean, I know the color, but the dude, I, I don't know what they helmet like. I've never seen. I've never seen a UD football game. I know they got a basketball team. Like Rice State, just, they ain't got no football just, team, do they? You yeah, just right. got they got a club team. Welcome Stadium was for the city, huh? I, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've played there a billion times. I ain't never seen no college uniform on that on that uh, field. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they got it. Shout out to the team. <laughs> <laughs> they not playing the Buckeyes, I can tell you that. Uh, right. But they shit, hold right on. State. Yeah, they don't want them problems with the right state on the football field or the home court. But, uh, Dizzle, you got drunk last night. What's up? You good? You hydrated? Man, I was down for the count. Yeah, the big 29, man. Yesterday was my birthday, so I was... Oh! oh! Happy, Happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it, appreciate it. So I figured out, never heard of it. Do y'all know what uh, Mad Dog... 2020 is, is that oh, a come on, come on, man. Come of course. On. Nah, Brad, You're talking to the OGs of the pod. Come on, man. So, my dad brought that over. Oh, and uh, I so was mixing far, that. Story, stories matching up so far, so good. I had no idea. <laughs> this shit tastes like juice. Yeah, you're gonna so, learn today. <laughs> so, I'm taking tequila shots, following oh, it no. up with the mad oh, dog. No, oh, no. <laughs> No wonder you text the group. <laughs> Man, I'm feeling good. We was it was like a little movie night situation. We was watching the new Halloween movie. I don't remember a bit of the movie. Like I can't recall one scene. Um, <laughs> and next thing you know, my wife is like, "You all right?" I'm like, "Nah, bruh." And she walked me to the bathroom, and I just had to lay in the bathroom, bruh. That's I was just in the bathroom just with a pillow. I asked her if she brought me a pillow. I was cuddled up just by the toilet. Never threw up. So shout outs to my, you know, <laughs> I don't be throwing up like that. I didn't last night, but I definitely was out for the count. I thought I did a responsible job because that's when the text came <laughs> on the bathroom floor. Like, yeah, I ain't going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Over there, re- reassessing the next 12 hours, 24 hours. Like, this ain't trying to plan. Yeah, <laughs> yo, that, yo, so to let everybody know, that text came through at 9.50 p.m. 9.50. I don't know early. if I can do an early morning tomorrow. I'm pretty drunk right now. <laughs> I, I mean, was on the floor. Clear pretty clear text. Got punctuation and everything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At 9.50. <laughs> I figured you would be okay because it came at 9.50. If this would have came through the text message around 1 o'clock, I'd have been like, yeah, we're not going to be doing the pod at 10 a.m. Exactly. When I saw the 9.50 and I saw the drunk, I was like, there's no way he has more than an hour left in being awake if that's the feeling right now. So he should be asleep by 11. <laughs> he should be He should be at least be up. Now, will he be feeling good? That's one thing, but he'll be up. So. <laughs> I, I'm a. I think I'm a responsible drunk, man. So I laid there for shit. When did the next text come? Cause there was some life in me. I texted back. <laughs> yeah, you were I, like second win. <laughs> yeah. Was that an hour later? Thirty minutes. Uh. So. Well. Oh no. So I text back. Then the best pods. You text back. I'ma try. But I think I got new life. <laughs> so what was, what was the time frame in between the two? Like I'm not sure. 
Probably like an hour. Probably like an so, hour. Then Killer text back, laughing my ass off. I text <laughs> this morning about 8.15, checking in. Dizzle said, yeah, we, we go. good. We good. We lit. So, yeah, I, I laid there for about an hour, and then, shit, I think I was just good, man. I got up, ate some chicken wings, drank a big-ass, couple of these big-ass things of water, and yeah. uh, I was good. Bad dog 2020. Mm-hmm. Good. I haven't had 2020 since I was, like, 20. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> speaking of the good old days, I DJed uh, Opponent's Homecoming last night. And, and, like, that was probably the last time I squeezed in some Mad Dog 2020 was on some, like, sneaking it in junior, senior year, having, like, a quote-unquote sip of this from so-and-so's brother that hooked us up with a little pint of it for like 12 people you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> so but uh dj and that and seeing them kids man like last night was the one where i really felt kind of old just to the fact of like i'm 20 years removed from high school and i got a daughter that'll be a freshman in high school next year so it's like she'll be fucking around and be at homecoming next year i'm like damn let's just start it and i'm seeing the activity me and the wife decided with COVID and all the things going on, we're trying to limit the requests that come at those events. Once you start that can, it don't stop. So we made a little clipboard with a little form. They came over, we pointed to the clipboard, they wrote their shit down. I just start throwing them in the prepare folder for the Serato and just knocked out their request throughout the night. But they, I'm thinking I'm prepared, right? I'm thinking I'm doing pretty good. They list probably had 90% songs I've never heard of. People I've never mm-hmm. heard of. Literally, like, one of them I downloaded, it was like a song. And they must have a lot of exchange student opponents because I'm going to say a good 60 Africans got into a circle and had a choreographed, like, 10-minute party, and it was the life of the party. Like, that shit was perfect. <laughs> But I'm just downloading shit and playing it for them at this point because they just come with so many requests. I'm just, I'm just like bombing songs, boom, boom, boom. I played that shit, the whole vibe changed. I mean, <laughs> they, they was turned. So, shout out to opponents. They uh came over and said I did a great job. They talked about they gonna book me for prom, so that's always a plus. But uh, felt old uh seeing those youngins party last night. That's for sure. Man, you want to talk about old? I had a great time yesterday, but I started my day super early, went and got some new tires on the car and everything like that. Uh, the wife and I, we went to have lunch. We hit up the new sneaker spot inside of Fairfield Mall called Drip. Uh, almost dropped some dropped some bags on some sneakers, but mm-hmm. I was I was cool. I didn't do that. But the big thing about the day, man, we, we got a new shelf for the laundry room. <laughs> that was like oh, news of the day like right <laughs> and like we was able to clear out so much space in our pantry and everything like that with you know paper towels and like laundry pies and all that type of stuff and i was just so happy that we put up a shelf so you want to talk about old that's old when you have to <laughs> put up a shelf that's was it like do, do it yourself you was in there with Dude, a hammer no 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 it's a it's a plastic shelf it's uh... a plastic shelf that is simple easy but no i was just happy that we cleared out so much space like that's what <laughs> i was pumped up about and i'm like i should be ashamed of myself like <laughs> like i didn't i didn't even watch that much college football yesterday but i wasn't i was just happy that we put up a shelf so you talk about old that's old 
Yeah, I didn't even tell y'all about the whole Sweetest Day Bosses Day at Edible. We had 100 arrangements on Friday and 100 arrangements on Saturday. So I ended up working 7 to 3.30 Saturday and then homecoming from like 7 to 11. So full day yesterday. My feet hurt. I felt like <laughs> I got, I walked with a trolley horse. Like I'm, today is going to be the laziest day I've had in a long time. I ain't doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shit, we've been waiting on it, man. Waiting on Kev to get caught up. What's the What's the Squid Game oh, recap, bro? Are you Dunzo or where, what? Yeah, where you at with it? Let's do this. This is the moment everybody been waiting for. This is the moment everybody <laughs> waiting for. We finished Squid Game. The shit was excellent. The shit was awesome. Very entertaining. We knocked out the last three episodes in one day because we saw that uh, what episode. Uh, seven was an hour, episode nine was an hour, but episode eight was only 30 minutes. I was like, oh, well, shit, we doing that one day. We're going to knock yeah. that out. <laughs> so we crashed through those in one day, man. It's a great series. I highly suggest everybody check it out, man. What was y'all thoughts about it? Dizzle? I was upset with the ending. Oh, I was, the I, end? was okay. ups- I was upset with the ending. Yeah, man. But, um... Nah, the show was show was great. I watched it in Korean. Did y'all or no? Nah, y'all did the English dub. I did the English dub. English. English. Come on, man. You watching a show like that? You gotta get it in its purest, most natural form. Cause you know them voices did not match the faces, bro. <laughs> yeah, the they only one that, the only one that I laughed at at because of you saying that was like the one that was like the thug that killed people and I like he's the one that like every time he talked I would think about Dizzle saying but you gotta watch the Korean joint cause you know he's like and I was I'm hearing him talk like man he ain't saying like that his face is like veins popping out he like saying it real hard and the voice is like come on bro chill out like like, (laughs) (laughs) and I would be cracking up every time that shit would happen I got to say, before we do the whole recap of the show, man, uh, I really can't remember everybody's names, and it's not uh, for a lack of trying or anything like that, but, you know, it is a Korean show. We're in America and everything like that, so there is a language barrier. So if I refer to people as the main guy or tattoo face guy or the main lady or the annoying lady, y'all pretty much know who I'm talking about, right? Definitely. For sure. Cool, cool, cool. So no disrespect. Great show, by the way, man. So only thing I'll say, hold on, before we hop in, only thing I wanted to say, <laughs> episode six was my favorite, oh. and, I, and I'm with Dizzle when it comes to the ending was trash for the show to be that good. But go ahead, let's get into it. Well, shit, let's start with the ending. Let's start with the ending, because that seems to be a hot button for everybody. Why so, do you all like spoiler. the ending? Yes, spoiler. Yes, spoiler alert. I did not, for the entirety of the show, have any th- any thought that the old man was a part of the whole thing. Like, that was wide left for me watching it in real time. Like, what the fuck? This nigga's still alive? And then going through it, he's explaining why he started it, this, that, and the third. So that's one of the reasons why I was upset. The other reason was the nigga going through the entire game it was about to just quit, even though his homie was trying to kill him the whole time. His homie been plotting on him this whole time. And he had the opportunity to kill him, win the money, ride off in the sunset. And he told, tried to stop the game. 
That's two reasons why I was mad at the ending. And the last one is that the nigga didn't get on the plane. My nigga, you got all this money to go see your daughter. You literally are walking to the plane and turn around to play the game again. Yeah. I'm upset. So I will add to that. I did not like the fact that you get you get to the end like this or say you try not to continue the game. Dude ends it for you. And you sit there with $49 billion and you acting like you broke for however long he was down and out for. And it's like, to me, like, I know the money don't fix it all, but Jesus, you could have started living a little bit. <laughs> Like to to be to go through that like like what they had to go through, and like they all came from a past of you know putting themselves in trouble, putting themselves in in debt, putting themselves in, in different situations to where they all had opportunities to leave in the beginning, but that 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 circular tube of money mm-hmm. was literally was literally the end all be all of any other feelings other than I need that bag. So the show had like great steam, great steam. Uh, episode six, I say it all the time, that was not the one for me. But after that, it felt like they had a chance to knock it out the park and, and shit just got sweet. It didn't really, it didn't really just, it just mellowed out for me. So the old man come out of nowhere, the, uh, the way that it kind of, you know, one thing I hated about it too is like they showed that during episode six, you know, that game was the one where they had to be paired up with somebody and they ended up having mm. to be the one to live. They didn't show the husband and wife situation. Like that was that was a, a big lead up in the promo, like, oh shit, we playing the game where I got one of us ain't gonna make it. And they showed them in the beginning, but they didn't yeah. show them play the game one time. They didn't show anything from them and like would have liked to see what decisions was made in that because all we saw at the end was the dude in the in the room alive. So you just see, oh, they chose the husband, but why? So like that right. was for them to be showing them has a couple throughout the episodes and then nothing else that was whack to me. So I love the ending. <laughs> I love the ending. I love the ending because it's just hammering home the moral of the whole series. Money ain't everything. Money isn't equating to happiness for everybody you know he spent these six days playing these six games watching over 450 something people die seeing his mans uh kill himself uh, a woman that he started to get a relationship with she get the glass in her side and then his homeboy comes slit her throat he built the relationship with the old man oh he had to cheat and kill old man allegedly to win and at the end of the day, his mom's, who he was there to try to save, he wasn't with her during her last days as she passed away. He was out trying to win money, much like he was out gambling. You know what I'm saying? Gambling, they life savings in a way. Gambling money away that he could be spending on his daughter and everything like that. Now, I'm with y'all. After the shit, like, you can be down in the dumps and you have every right in the world to be down in the dumps. But $400 million? You got a daughter? You make sure the daughter good. You give her all the money if you need be. If you want to live like a bum, you can live like a bum, but make sure your daughter good. And like just like he did, ultimately, he made good on that debt to homegirl to get 
her brother out the orphanage. Take care yeah. of little man. Take care of your man's moms. Do all that early. And if you want to live like a hermit, go ahead and do that. Like, that's where I was at with it. But I love the ending because he's sacrificing mm-hmm. himself because he knows, like, this shit ain't right, man. They out here playing games with people's lives and everything like that over money because they, they're bored. Because they're playing children games and watching people die because they're bored. He don't want to be a part of the elite, so he tried to shut down the system. I'm here for season two, baby. What yeah. was your favorite game in the show? Oh. Man, that's a good question. I don't know. I think I all the games were, like, good and, like, intense and entertaining and, like, had me on the edge of my seat. Um, Probably... Probably the the mirror game when they was walking on the glass. Like, that one was probably the most intense for me. Because it had to yeah. pay off uh, Snake Face uh, with the tattoo and old girl. She she got his ass lit. back. Uh, with the <laughs> Take your ass with me. Yeah, no. that, that was pretty entertaining. The one for me was the red light, green light. The one that started mm-hmm. off. Because I'm not really... You know, I'm watching, kind of half-ass, kind of feeling out what's going on. Know that that's, like, that was the promo, so I knew what was coming. But you don't really feel that impact until you watch that whole episode. Like, that shit had me in moments where I was like, yo, they really popping motherfuckers. Like, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't no, uh, we, we killed eight players this game. It was like 140 of them gone. Like, shit. Like, they taking out whole clumps of people, so. Right. I know. I, I would say the same thing. Red light, green light. But I want to ask, what what would be on the uh, the nigga squid games? We doing the crate the crate challenge? Facts, spades, <laughs> spades. <laughs> you got to have a free throw shot. You got to have a free throw. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to have a free sign throw. me up for that. Sign me up for the nigga squid. So so the old man, I gotta admit, in episode six when they playing the marbles game, I said to the wife, I was like, yo. I think old man playing this nigga. And she says, you do? I was like, yeah, man, because, I mean, like, yeah, he got dementia or whatever, but, like, I think he playing him. I was like, what if he playing everybody? Like, what if he a part of it? And I kind of, like, passed it off when uh when he ended up ultimately giving him the last marble, basically, quote-unquote, sacrificing himself and everything like that. I was like, well, maybe not. But then yeah. my rule is, unless you see the body... They still alive. If you don't see the body, they're alive. So in the back of my head, I'm like, old man's still alive. Old man's still alive. Old man gonna come out the woodwork or some shit like that. Because on the uh on the marble game when the annoying lady didn't get picked, uh me and the wife were having a debate about her being dead or alive. I was like, she's alive. They never showed her get killed. They never heard the gunshot go off. You ain't hear shit. So she ended up being alive, chilling in the room, in the dormitory room once it started back up. So I was like, so, like, that got my mind to think of, like, yo, old man not dead. He's involved in this shit some way, somehow. I do. Yeah. So, in the beginning, I thought old man was involved because he was smiling through red light, green light so much. Like, he was having a ball out there. And I'm like, that just kind of, like, put him on my radar. But then I thought he was sacrificing himself more so for the dude with the gun to be like, hey, I don't want you to, have, I don't want you to kill him. I'm like, I'm the old man here. I thought he was like sacrificing himself for the game, not for the entirety of this whole thing. So I, I didn't think that he was like, I kind of blew it off as like, he just, I'm 80, I'm, I'm 89 and this dude 30, 35, like he got more life to live type shit. I thought it was more like that. 
And that's what they wanted me to feel like because episode and a half later, he pops up. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? That shit, <laughs> that shit was just like, man, I, I would have liked to see that introduced a little sweeter. But they left they, they left so much room for season two. I, they they didn't show, like you say, no face, no name type shit. They didn't show the stubbed arm dude. They didn't show him really get popped. So, like, could he be a part? Could he come back? Like, was he really? No, nah, that nigga dead. Ali dead is a motherfucker. He was dumb as shit, wasn't he? Dumb That's as shit. Nigga, let's talk about it. Let's talk. <laughs> okay. So, I... Ali, man, you, like you're not holding so my marbles, bro. You're not I'm holding so my marbles. Like, <laughs> like yo, this nigga is swindling you left right in front of your face, and you're not picking up on it, man. Where was y'all at with the whole Ali and uh main dude homeboy marble game? So it was fucked up, but it's part of the game, bro. That's what I was saying. Like, you you gotta look at what you. It's kind of like watching one of these like amazing races or one of these like reality shits but it was like on a show versus being like a series it was on a tv show but they were they how how do i want to say this they they i can't get it out they basically they basically took everything that was never mind it ain't gonna come out like woo shiesty they calling that nigga woo shiesty (laughs) (laughs) They think just, about it though, like okay, so and not real like green light, but the uh the sugar game, he knew what the game was. He ain't mm-hmm. tell nobody, but he, he let homeboy pick the umbrella. Yeah, he was trying to off his boy. What is that? What he was trying to do? Bro, you can see it in his face trying- that he knew the umbrella was gonna be tough. He's trying to get these niggas out the paint. I thought he was trying to get the old man to take the umbrella. I thought he was wanting his man to get something easier because, like, he felt like, nah, man, I'm going to need him around longer than I'm going to need the old man. Let him get the hard-ass umbrella, get him out the paint. Well, regardless of the fact, he knew the game, and he knew he wasn't taking that fucking umbrella. He ultimately didn't care, I think. Like, he ultimately knew what he was there for and knew that it was only one of the motherfuckers left. So he didn't – I felt like he was just, like, always – he knew what was coming – but never wanted to share shit, and especially with that, mm-hmm. he had a he had an opportunity to be like, uh, and he just let everything be what it's gonna be, and he just kind of let everything. Like I, I wonder with the whole number thing. Like if you watch, they waited and waited, and they all bolted all the stars of the show per se bolted to like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, whatever those back numbers were, to where as I'm watching this and I'm, and I'm seeing that glass thing unfold, I'm like, of course they're gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? Like. The people that you want to make it, it, it was motherfuckers that I didn't even know was in the show that was like number three and number five just popping up. Like, <laughs> where the fuck you come from? I ain't seen mm-hmm. you. You ain't talked the whole show. So I, I, I kind of felt like that one lost its intensity because we was midway through the you know show and the voices of the show was in the back. So that's kind of where I was like, they have to make it. They, they yeah. have to. And speaking of that, when he pushed old boy the glass maker into that last piece of glass like like he started to get like ruthless dog that was that was dog shit for me that was he was like well i'll decide motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) so then he do that and then obviously he kills old girl in the dormitory after they had a big steak dinner and everything like that so out of all the shady things that he did what was the shadiest marbles definitely i agree yeah 
to spin dude like that. He he had him so spun like I'll hold your marbles. Yeah. <laughs> and then told him to meet him back here in three minutes as soon as he <laughs> threw the three minute mark, meet me back here as soon as you walked away. Hey, you said no violence, right? Here go to twenty. I won. Yeah. <laughs> a cold world, right? Very so, man. I don't know about y'all if y'all algorithms done updated, but since I've watched it, so YouTube has definitely been giving me like five things you missed on Squid Games. Yes. So they 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 showed me like um, some conspiracy theory saying that the old man is the main dude's father, and then they gave like five different. Talking about the dude in the black. Like the main like boss. The main or... character. No, the main character with four, five, the, six. with the red hair. The okay. old man is his dad. I guess like uh you know, throughout the game he was saying, I used to live here. I used to live here when he, they was playing a marble game. And then he the said, dude came me out. Too. Yeah. He said, Me too. I there was something that. else they said, uh, during that game, he was like, What it is today? It's my son's birthday a couple days ago or something like that. And then they um Rewinded it back to when the main character was doing the ATM, checking the PIN number mm-hmm. he put in his birthday, and it ended up matching up to what the old man said what what that day was. So it was that, and there was one more thing I couldn't remember, but the old man might end up being the dude's son or the dude's dad. So we definitely have a season two, huh? Oh, absolutely. I mean, shit. Think about it like this: the old man played them so smooth. Like, remember. When they all were voting to end the game in the very first episode, old man has the deciding vote. This is his show. This is his game. He's trying to have one last hurrah because he has the brain tumor. He votes to end the game. But he knows the greed of all them people and seeing that piggy bank, all that money, that they was going to come back. Because once they got back to their real lives and see how much in debt they were and see how mm-hmm. much their family needed this money, they was willing to risk their lives for this money. And got him right back. So he had, like he said on his deathbed, like, man, I ended the game. I gave y'all a chance to go home. But y'all motherfuckers yeah. came back because y'all greedy as hell. I recommend watching some of those videos because it's a whole bunch of hints. You don't catch watching it. They done stop the camera, zoom in. They show <laughs> that the dude playing tug of war, the old man, wrists aren't locked to the rope. So he was never going to fall in. They showed, uh, they did like a flashback, how everybody kind of got into the game. That's how they died. Like, uh, the girl, you know, she got stabbed in the neck. If you remember, before she got into the game, she had that little thing up to the, what was it, the banker's neck or something, saying he was was going to slit his throat. Um, Wu Shiesty committed suicide. He was in the tub about to commit suicide. And then um, the gangster dude, he jumped over the bridge, right? Right. Showed him falling, and as you saw how he died, nigga was fell fell off the little, off the little plank. So you gotta yeah, give it up to Tattoo Face, man. He was the only one in there to get skinned, yo. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> hey, how how about that impact from that glass though? They was they were showing that shit like smacking. You was like, Ooh. I know. I, I I turned my head a couple times on that. <laughs> That's Shit, we ain't even talk about the cop. The cop. The ah. cop fast, oh, like, the yo. Cop, the cop, the cop. The cop. Remember so that, was that his brother? Hell yeah. Oh. Okay. That he was on. He was there looking for his brother this whole time. 
finds out his brother is the, you know, dude pushing the buttons and everything like that. He alive, too. He got shot in the shoulder. He ain't dead till I see the body, bro. Cop dude He alive. fell off the cliff. He alive, bro. <laughs> got shot in the shoulder, man. Just like he shot his brother in the shoulder. He got shot in the shoulder. He fell in the water. I ain't see the body. He alive, y'all. So, Ghost. Ghost is alive. <laughs> we gonna break it. It comes back to this. Take it dead. That, that shit about to start up again, too, by the way. I'm ready for it. Okay. <laughs> but, man, obviously, man... You, this shit is this shit is properly hyped, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one, I will say. Uh, for it to be as hyped as it was, it was talked about on every platform. Uh, it was it was worthy. It was worthy. I'm able to get back on social media now because I've been ducking and dodging social media for two weeks because trying not to get any spoilers and anything like that, man. So very good show, man. I'm here for season two whenever they drop it, man. Facts. All right, some quick hitters, some quick hitters, man. Home Alone remake is dropping on Disney Plus on November twelfth. Are y'all watching? Nah, probably I'm not. Good. You're a lot, man. All them kids in your house, y'all watching? Uh, probably not. I'm watching. I'm in the. Belt. I might watch it. I might watch it. <laughs> Home Alone was my shit, but I just don't want to see it fucked up. That's why I'm like, man, don't fuck up my shit, because that was my shit. His brother is in it. Buzz is in it. So this okay. is like a continuation. So I'm going to watch it. No matter how terrible I think it's going to be, I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> uh, LeVar Ball is back with the Big Baller brand shoes. Now they cost between $700 and $900 a pair. Dizzle, you a bona fide sneakerhead now? You cop <laughs> Not a, no, not a chance. And I'm a Levar Levar Ball fan too. Like I watched his uh, JBA basketball league. Like I was I was tuned in. But nah, I'm not not copping them little them like pro kids. Like them like some shit you uh, find at sneaker mart or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the design for the price tag. That's for sure. <laughs> that's a no for me, dog. Uh, so I don't know what's up with this. The red flag emojis. What is that? Please inform me what this is. I just keep seeing them. I never took the time to Google to see what this is all about. Red flag emojis. Do y'all know what this is? I mean, kind of, but I didn't. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. All I know is that it's 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 a trend that started like everything else. It's just something that yeah. took over for the week. Everybody's finding little funnies to throw with the red flag. Has like a Warning, don't want to mess with this because, you know, X, Y, and Z, if you see this, red flag. So, oh, so that is that simple as a, like, literally a red flag. Like, yeah, uh, like, uh, uh, like, like, yeah, yeah, uh, your, your, your wife or your fiance wants to get married during football season. Red flag. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that type so of shit. Self explanatory. Okay. So, stupid question on my behalf. <laughs> Uh, so last one, last one, and I know this is way out of Dizzle's range. I know he won't be watching tonight. Versus Big Daddy Kane, KRS One tonight on Versus. Who you got, Dizzle? Do you know who these people are? <laughs> uh, I ain't no joke. Ain't that Big Daddy Kane? No. <laughs> who the fuck is that? <laughs> I ain't no joke. I used to let the round smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Who the big daddy came there? Hey, no, half, step in, step in. I'm Damn. the big daddy came. You know oh. who? 
K-R-L. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the OG. Um, <laughs> this nigga. That's that old dude. This nigga. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> there's song. Shit. I don't, you talking about they doing 20 a piece? I don't know. I can't name a song, bro. Come boop, on, man. Boop, I'm sorry, the police. Boop, boop. That one, Busta Rhymes. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the bridge is over. The bridge is over. Y'all know this? Come I've on. heard I've heard of that clip. That's it. Come and on, I didn't buddy. know that was KRS-One. <laughs> okay, so you'll be watching football tonight. You won't be watching versus, huh? Uh, probably on two K. I don't even <laughs> think I'll be watching football. <laughs> but no, not. What versus. about you, Killer? You watching versus tonight? Who you got? Yeah, I'm gonna tap in for a second. Um, I KRS One is a legend. Um, Big Daddy Kane is a legend. There's a lot of uh, KRS charisma that I think will uh, hold for the victory and should, but I think Big Daddy Kane don't get his respect. Like he gets his respect, but not in this matchup. So I think he got enough to make it make it a all about your selection. Uh, I think it's gonna be good for the culture. I I, I want to say KRS won confidently, but I got a picture with Big Daddy Kane. I opened up for him at Kentucky State hey. two years ago. So I'm gonna post that tonight and roll with Big Daddy Kane. So <laughs> I'm pulling for the upset. He got some hits like Raw and other ones that are just some of my yeah. favorites. So um, I've seen Big Daddy Kane perform twice. One time I saw him perform at Memorial Hall. Uh, I was at Wright State still at the time. Seen him perform there. Him, I actually shook his hand. Pretty cool moment for me. See Big Daddy Kane in concert. Seen him again a couple years ago. Puts on a hell of a show, but I think KRS One is gonna win because I just don't. I think that we've learned that the streets win on verses. The big Big Daddy Kane records are, you know, sexy records. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like those type of records. So I think that KRS One wins tonight on verses. We gonna find out one way or another. Agreed. Well, shit. That's it, man. Time to go watch some football on a Sunday, man. Y'all fellas be good. You can't be podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Cooper Dizzle. Dizzle. Hopes. We gonna see Monday, man. Nah, we gonna see today when these posts come out. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait. Promo! So, I was about to say, are we doing... You gonna... Do like a, a ball is life highlight reel. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I'm about to Apple movie this whole. Th- I mean, I movie this whole thing today. I'm gonna put it together for you. I you gotta put the uh, the blooper sound effects and the the background music. The only one I got on deck is the boing for when the ball uh, is in the head. <laughs> I need that clip. Oh shit! That's yeah. That's hilarious. Coming soon. Yeah. I will definitely post that, bro. I'm not too <laughs> ashamed. <laughs> there it is. Y'all be safe, pimps. Yeah, have a Word. good week. Peace, Peace out.